0: The Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. Cranberry Radio proudly presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, chief storyteller at Styled Retail, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now, please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Retan.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, an article by Maria Bailey. Those of you who listen to Purse Strings know that Maria Bailey has been a guest multiple times here on Purse Strings. and she She's put a blog post out on Engage Moms, which is a go-to source for me for some of the latest, greatest insight when it comes to the female consumer. And Maria's sharing five ways mom consumer communities can help grow you, the bo- your bottom line. That's if you're a business. Uh, we know the community of moms can be a huge influencer. I call them alpha moms. These are women who um, have a lot of brand enthusiasm. They have a large network and they're actually actively interested in growing brands that they feel passionate about. Um, They use it for different communities themselves. They share their insights with each other, but they also push those insights out. And brands who have been really, really smart have garnered their input. Um, They help with R&D. They help with um, product uh, feedback. They get sneak peeks and product previews. And brands really have made hay with them. Some of these brands, Chick-fil-A, HP, Disney, Leapfrog, and Medtronics, are all brands that have used these community of moms. So if you're thinking, hmm, How would I use consumer communities to help me drive my business? Maria shares uh, multiple ways. One, if you are working with communities of moms, they can increase your speed to market. So, they can get quick input, reduce the time and money in uh, loss and generation uh, modifications. They can expand innovation to include consumer product ideation. So, on the front end, you can be using these end users to help inform your products, um, which hopefully, in the end, help to lower the cost in the development process. They are great at amplifying your product marketing. So, these are uh, women that are enthusiastic. Again, they're very much aligned with brands that they feel passionate about and they want you to succeed. So know that they will be out there helping to talk about your product. Um, and of course, that means higher engagement too. So because these women are already screened for reach and influence, uh, when you have to go back to them to re-engage maybe over a new product, you reduce your time and cost. They already know and love you. And at the end of the day, you're really just getting deeper insights about your products and and the brand. So these are women who are feel free to share their opinion. It's a safe community. It's an opportunity for you to get quick, good, constant insights. Very much worth your time and investment to engage with communities of moms. If you are interested in learning how to do that, feel free to reach out. And I can help explain that. Our first profile today is the Coach Queen. There's 1.6 million women out there in their mid-30s staying at home, even though they have a college degree. Has, has about two kids in the house, household income of more than $100,000. They're interested in the arts. They love to travel, but really at the end of the day, they're focused on their family and she loves to spend time doing family events. She's shopping around for the best price and she hits the clearance rack first. Um, if you're trying to reach her, know that her friends influence her. Again, this is a woman who has other influential friends and she listens to those friends. She loves to go shop. She physically likes to go into a store Um, and you'll hear later in in our talk with our guest today that that's not always the case but this woman does and that store environment is critical to her she also reads a lot of magazines and she's informed by them so whether it be people shape parenting Uh, traditional home. She is reading those. She's online at eBay, Amazon, uh, Disney as well, because keep in mind, she's got kids in the house and she's watching HGTV, TLC, Food Network, Fox News, VH1, Disney, and Nickelodeon. Well, my guest today knows a lot about retail. So where this woman is shopping, my guest knows pretty much where she's shopping. Maggie Montagna is the Senior Associate of Mar- of Marvin Traub Associates, now known as Traub. It's a global business development and strategy consulting firm that focuses on companies in the retail, consumer, fashion, and luxury industries. Maggie and her team at Traub have uh, just revealed in the last several weeks a new study called the new davids now you may think the new davids is about people but guess what it's not and maggie's here to tell us uh why we should be paying attention to the new davids if you're in business today and especially if you're in a retail business you're gonna want to stick around and listen to what maggie has to say more when purse strings returns after the break
0: purse strings we'll be right back after a word from our advertisers
3: Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1 866 625 5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands.
0: Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Retan.
1: Welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Maggie Montagna. She's a senior associate at TROB. TROB is a global business development and strategy consulting firm, and they work with companies in the retail, consumer, fashion, and luxury industries. And Maggie's on today to talk about the new Davids. It'll all become clear very, very soon about what that's all about. Maggie, welcome to the show.
4: Thanks so much, Maria, for having me on and, and excited to, to talk about the new Davids.
1: Yes. Well, and our listeners are going to be very excited to hear about them, too. I found it fascinating. But before we dive into that, tell everyone a little bit about TROB and and what you do there.
4: Of course. Uh, As you said, we are a global business development firm, and we're really focused on optimizing and accelerating businesses to reach their full potential. Um, So across those industries that you mentioned, we really drive growth in three main ways um, across channels of distribution. So Uh, Retail, wholesale, e-commerce, which we'll get into a little bit later, um, as well as borders, um, so taking international brands to the U.S. and vice versa, uh, as well as classifications of product. And I'm part of our team based here in New York, and we work with brands and retailers um, of all shapes and sizes on a variety of different Business strategies, and we kind of like to say that we start where the PowerPoint stops. So uh, mm-hmm. we're sort of the Sherpa that's leading these brands um, into the valley and kind of going to battle with them to help them achieve their growth initiatives, whatever they may be at that time.
1: Yeah, it sounds like super fun work. And part of your role there, as we're talking about, is some of this great research that you uncover. Uh, based on the categories that you work in. And um, it's interesting, I was recently talking to a group of independent retailers and we, of course, talked about the woeful state of retail, but especially how e-commerce has totally recreated retail as we know it. And, you know, of the projected two to 3% retail growth this year in the U.S., only 1% will come from actual brick and mortar. You and your associates there certainly know a thing or two about what's driving all of this. And part of it's the new David so, talk a little bit about your study on the new Davids.
4: Absolutely, I, I think online sales are projected to nearly triple the year-over-year growth rate for the entire retail industry in 2017, and, and it's a it's a meaningful number. And I think that uh, you know there's sort of this movement of disruption and a meaningful story behind this growth um, is can be witnessed through e-commerce driven businesses. So, those brands and businesses that were launched online, formed online. Um, and 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 founded uh, and uh, competing in the fashion, beauty, accessories, and home sectors, and so this is what we define as the new Davids, and they've been slowly, and they and we think that they'll continue to slowly erode share from traditional retail, what we're calling Goliaths, if you will.
1: Yeah, Goliaths that these days don't necessarily feel so much about, like a Goliath, you know, I think they're... they're power. Yeah, anymore. But in the minds of the consumers, of course, some of these brands are certainly Goliaths. So when you talk about the New Davids, these are only e-commerce, right? They're not brick and mortar. I just want to clarify.
4: Initially, correct. These are brands that were were formulated and launched online, um, and they're really... Uh, revolutionizing 21st century retailing by being direct and online first and foremost. That said there there is a movement and once they reach a, a certain scale which they're often able to do quite quickly um, there there's still a place for physical retail and um, at a certain point um, the consumer wants to see that experience um, you know Transformed and, and generated offline. Um, so I think Warby Parker is a great example of an e-commerce business that that launched online first and foremost. Um, after several years, they made their foray into retail, um, but still having that direct relationship. And and what sets the new David's apart is really uh, what we believe: three things, quality product first and foremost. Uh, great customer service um, and and value to the
1: consumer-hmm yeah you mentioned Warby Parker I think they're kind of the darling aren't they of kind of how to do this successfully but there are other brands that fall into the new Davids category can you list some of them that maybe our listeners would be aware of absolutely I think I think Warby
4: Parker and, and bonobos is another darling story of, of businesses that have you know built uh, large large businesses in a short amount of time over the last Five years really, really since the Great Recession. Um, other brands that, that are out there, there's there's probably 200 plus and growing. I would say, um, not standard is one um, that I love to mention—a bespoke menswear company that began online, merging kind of the best of old world tailoring with 21st century technology. Again, that that notion of disruption. Um, I think Outdoor Voices is a great one and and an interesting one in that. Um, in the sea of activewear brands that, that we've seen over the past couple of years, Outdoor Voices has, has somehow stood out. And I think that's number one, goes back to product. It's technical, but it's, it's approachable and a great price point. Um, and, and their messaging and their service is, is go out and do things. You don't have to be a serious athlete. We appeal to yogis and runners as much as you know your average dog walker on the afternoons. Um, I think Everline is another, you know, kind of household name now. Um, But we're just seeing more and more of these across so many different categories. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, and many of those that you talked about are either in the home, the fashion, outdoor, lots and lots of categories, as you mentioned. Are there some categories that are apt to do better than others just being online and what about men versus women are you seeing more of the new davids playing more to the the female consumer rather than the male consumer does it not really matter
4: um, so to to your point about categories, I think that uh, many of these started um, kind of focused on apparel and accessories um, as the entry point, but we're we're really seeing it across the board now. From you know, I think Birchbox is a first mover in beauty, but now you're seeing brands like Glossier um, that are really capturing that consumer online and driving um, awareness and growth through social media, um, as well as home. I think, I think Wayfair is is a behemoth of a company and was able to completely transform buying furniture. Online, which is which is sometimes difficult to do, um, and then you have the, the smaller guys like Serena and Lily or One Kings Lane that are bringing a certain aesthetic to the consumer online, and and just the comfort level um, across so many different categories is is there now, and I think will continue will continue to to develop. Uh, to your point about gender, I I view it as a pretty even split at this point. Um, I know that women still. Control the vast majority of household spending, but but what's an, an interesting trend over the last few years is is the men of today care more about their personal appearance than than previous generations. And I think you've seen that through the rise of men's grooming, um, the art of shaving, and, and those kinds of companies. Um, as well as I mentioned, Bonobos are not standard; that's it's catering to their needs and, and bringing a new experience to uh, to men. So it's it's a pretty even split, I'd say.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think what's probably most common is how these brands can go to market in such a personal way. I mean, you you talked a little bit about this just a few minutes ago, how social has kind of changed this whole dynamic. Um, and it's also kind of sparked a little bit quicker growth than say that traditional go-to market strategy I guess now it's a traditional go-to- market <laughs> strategy let's say the old go-to- market strategy right um, right but there believe it or not I mean I know you come across this in your work there's still brands that struggle to jump into social right they're still worried about it even though you and I both Definitely. know and it over and over again that it can be such a huge driver for their businesses talk a little bit about this personal go-to- market strategy you Using social and and your thoughts on on why companies should be doing it.
4: Absolutely, I think what is so unique about uh, the new Davids and these types of businesses that are that are driven online is their ability to to create and foster this fervently loyal customer base um, in a short period of time through social media, and they cultivate a sort of a tribe or a squad of of people, like minded people, um, who make up and are bound by the brand itself, and it's. Its values. And so you're really fostering you know the most loyal customers and who who want to share and who want to tell their friends about it and who want to be a part of the conversation. And I think that they're that historically brands have been afraid of of especially, I think, in the luxury sector of relinquishing control of that conversation because they have a particular brand image that they're trying to maintain. But the consumer is more powerful than ever. they They have a voice. um they're pushing for the brands they want. And so to, you know, to really grow and develop as a brand, taking advantage of that is a a no-brainer. And really, you know, fostering that community is is a huge part of of the growth of these businesses. Uh,
1: Just a few minutes ago, you talked about high-quality service and value kind of being those key drivers of New David's success. You know, it's... It's uh you can't necessarily just have one. Um, the, the the three together are kind of what is the recipe for success. But is there a lead horse in that pack of three? You know, is it quality trumping mm-hmm. service or value trumping quality? Um, what what do you think makes it truly exceptional? Is it all three together equally or is there one over another? I I think
4: quality products will always will will always uh come first out of those three. Um, that being said, the service and the value amplify that product offering, but without quality product, those customers aren't going to come back and they're not going to be recommending you to their friends um, and, and interacting on social and being part of that conversation. So quality product um, is definitely the lead horse, uh, but but service is a huge part of it too. I think um, Everline is a great example. Uh, they make it so easy to communicate you feel like it's a one-on-one direct conversation you can uh, talk to someone via email even Facebook message you can track your your message or, or your product online as it ships um, just making it so easy and seamless but you get the product the quality is there the packaging's fantastic um, and just the overall experience is is one that that they're going to come back for. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge believer in quality product too, because if the product
1: isn't good, who's gonna buy? Right? I mean, you're exactly. gonna have to start with the product. It's got to be great, and a huge believer and, in service as well. And
4: again, it goes it goes back to the consumer. They're more educated than ever. They're going online before they go to the store, and 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 they're not gonna come back to you because there's so many other alternatives. So many. Exactly. Hence
1: the, the kind of what's been going in retail today, that we are so much smarter as consumers. We have so many more tools that are beck and call and we can get to the bottom of price pretty easily. But which which is the whole reason why you just can't build a business on price. Right. If uh, otherwise you're kind of uh, dead in the water, if that's the case. Um we're going to take a quick break, Maggie, and we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the power of celebrity in this uh, in this equation, um, and we're also going to look at whether new Davids are set to emerge. So everybody stick around more from Maggie Montagna when Purse Strings returns after the break.
0: Purse Strings. We'll be right back after a word from our advertisers.
2: Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to cranberryradio at cranberry.fm.
3: Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm.
0: visit fjorddigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve that's f j o r g e digital.com her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women once again here's maria Ritan.
1: Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Maggie Montagna. She's a senior associate at Traub Associates. Traub is a global business development and strategy consulting firm that works with companies across retail, consumer, fashion, and luxury industries. And uh, we've been talking a lot today about their their report on the new Davids. And if you were paying attention, you know that the new Davids are all about these emerging uh, e-commerce retailers that have uh, really had their success tied with being very personal with the consumer, direct to consumer, uh, really focused on high quality products, service and value being those key drivers to their success. And, um, you know, some of this success is spurred on by celebrity. Talk a little bit, Maggie, about the power of celebrity when it comes to the new David's successes.
4: Absolutely. Celebrities can be be huge drivers uh, for these businesses. And and we like to think of celebrity as part of the influencer conversation. So, Going back to social, no one has a bigger bigger audience and, and a bigger impact than than some of these influencers and celebrities, um, and they can be you know great drivers of brand awareness and to get the word out. But I think where they're most powerful is really as brand owners and partners, and this this goes for both sides: influencers and celebrities. Um, again, where there's there's that that. Uh, Convergence of quality product and service, and in the case of celebrity, the the marriage of a product and a persona that that makes sense to the customer and, and feels authentic, um, you know, it's a recipe for success. Uh, there, I mean, historical examples: Beats by Dre, I think, is one that that you know, kind of the hero of the group and a first mover. The Honest Company, Jessica Simpson. There's more and more of these cropping up, and and even for influencers, um, Glossier, for example, was was began from a blog. Um, and I think that existing brands are recognizing this power, too, and they're looking at influencers both as content creators and revenue drivers, but also as potential shareholders and investors. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we've talked a lot about those recipes for success. Celebrities, of course, as it relates to social media, we've talked about quality, we've talked about value, we've talked about service. Uh we've talked about kind of this quick growth to market do you think in general these new davids are sustainable that the the brands that you've talked about today warby parker um, everlane some of the others that they're in it for the long haul is this a sustainable model do you feel or are there some that may be flash in the pans
4: great question and and uh, a difficult one only in that these brands have really only been around for for seven, ten years, um, and so in comparison to traditional retail with, you know, hundreds of years of experience, um, I think it's it's hard to say if they'll be around decades from now. The, the jury is still out, but as a whole, the new Davids were all launched through e-commerce, which remains, you know, the best way, uh, a great way to come to market with the opportunity to scale quickly as long as you have the right product and the right strategy. And I think until we see a better alternative, um, I think there will be many more new Davids to come. And and another interesting conclusion from this is really the prolonged impact on the industry. Uh, today, these brands you know, make up billion dollars in America five years from now could it be two billion three billion we don't know um, I think Orby Parker as you mentioned is is a major success story, but there's a lot of uh, small brands that are that are just beginning to incubate and catch on and, and they could they could be next
1: yeah and and talking about next right so what are some new Davids that you might see emerging uh, and and Maybe if you don't have specifics to talk about today, do you feel like this is then a model that a lot of companies are going to start emulating? We're going to see more and more new David starting to come into the funnel.
4: Absolutely, I think we'll definitely continue to see this trend. The coming to market via e-commerce, it's it's a a great way to establish that direct relationship. And once you do reach scale, you have you're armed with so much data and so much customer-backed information that you're able to make better informed business decisions going forward from where you put your next retail store and in what city, but also in what mall or what high street location. Um, Should I take a look at wholesale or or maybe not? Maybe I want to keep that direct relationship, but they're, they're so informed and, and so technologically capable of keeping up with changing consumer preferences that we'll definitely continue to see this as a trend going forward. Um, I think a great example um, and one that I love to talk about is Nodham Cashmere, which is a vertically integrated, responsibly sourced cashmere company. So you're getting uh, Laura Piana quality cashmere, what what you know, consumers know as the highest end, but at a much more accessible price point by cutting out that middleman. On, on the flip side, they set up a nonprofit organization to give back to the Mongolian herders from which they sourced this cashmere. So it's a sort of 360-degree sustainability, and, and consumers feel great about purchasing it. It's great quality. Um, so, so why not, and why, why go elsewhere? And it's, it's great style. And I think that giving back is something that we're seeing across these new Davids as well, and, and that's really resonating with the customer. Oh, for sure.
1: I'm a huge believer in that giving back proposition. And I think, again, it comes back to we as consumers are smarter consumers, right? We want to align ourselves with brands that um, have similar values as we do. And especially with millennials, we've seen that to be such a huge motivator to who they choose, which brands they say are in their in the tent, so to speak. So um, I think that's Definitely. an extremely good positive, <laughs> positive thing.
4: It goes, it goes back to that tribe. Cultivating that tribe is, is hugely important and they're they're bound together by, by brand and by those brand values.
1: Yeah. Maggie, thank you so much for being on today to talk about the New Davids. I think it's just uh indicative again of how some retailers are having some huge successes by really reinventing the model and um definitely a page in the book a lot of other retailers need to to be modeling as well Um, i'd love to drive people online to learn more can you give a shout out for your website
4: Yes, you can go to uh, marvintraub.com. Um, and thank you so much for having me on, Maria. It's been it's been a pleasure.
1: Uh, it's been great to have you on. And for everyone who needs to know how to spell Traub, it's T-R-A-U-B, marvintraub.com. Thanks to Maggie. Thanks to my producer, George. And thanks to you for joining me today. And join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern, Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one.